You're listening to Barter with Christine with your host, profit improvement expert, Christine Radovich. Listen live each Monday at 1. Christine talks with business owners on how to increase cash flow and grow profits. You're listening to the Barter with Christine show. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. Hello, hello. Happy Monday and happy new year, everyone. 2020 is here, a brand new decade. We are back in the 20s. So today I thought I would talk about making the most of this next year and decade. And while most people make New Year's resolutions, have you thought about making a decade resolution? Now, every year, you might find yourself thinking the year just flew by all too quickly. And with the end of a passing decade, many people pause to say the same thing. Wow, those last 10 years went by too quick. And guess what? As we get older, the years pass by even more quickly. So many things have changed in the last 10 years, and especially within the last 100 years. Hairstyles, clothing, technology, transportation, just to name a few. It's pretty amazing to look back and reflect on how far we have come. With technology, science, and medicine, we have greater opportunities to live longer lives and have the ability to connect with more people from all over the world than ever before. It wasn't too long ago you had to pay for those costly long-distance phone plans, and now we have Skype, FaceTime, so we can not only talk, but we also have video too. So almost everyone on the planet these days now owns a cell phone. This alone has strengthened the way we communicate and do business. And with social media, we are connected more now than ever before, and yet at the same time, there are some very real disabilities connects as well. Everyone wants the latest, greatest, and fastest of everything. We have turned into a push-button society. We want it now. Everything is high speed from the way you push a button on your Keurig for coffee in the morning to pushing buttons to get your news on the TV or internet. Need to get from point A to point B? Push a button on your car door handle. Don't have a car? Push a button on your phone for you, you know, Uber or Lyft app, and a driver is there in three to five minutes. It doesn't get any quicker than that. But maybe it will in the next 10 years. Who knows? Maybe we'll discover time travel to speed things along even more. Um, need to buy something? There's a website or an app where you can push a button and easily get what you want shipped right to your door. Are you hungry? There's a button for that, too. Delivery in 30 minutes or less. Dining out? There are even restaurants with buttons ordering on computer screens right at the table. And some now even have robots for wait staff. So with all these buttons, we find ourselves pushing every day to satisfy our immediate wants and needs. Are you really taking time to enjoy the smell of your morning coffee? Did you stop and breathe in the fresh, crisp morning air as you left the house today? Did you enjoy the car ride into your office? Or did you push a button to make a phone call during your drive time, not noticing your surroundings? Now, I'm not suggesting that you can't enjoy your drive drive time if you're on the phone. However, it's important to have awareness. 
And, you know, you could maybe be that person that's on your cell phone, you know, in a restaurant while sitting across from your companion. You're there to dine together. So dine together. I just had this happen to me over the weekend. Um, my my roommate, for lack of a better term, uh, and I went out to breakfast. And he was sitting there on his cell phone. And normally he doesn't do that, but I got so annoyed. We're there to have breakfast and have a conversation. And I had to tell him to put his phone away. And, you know, there's really, if you look around while you are dining, you will see people together on their cell phones across from each other at the tables. But I'm thinking... You know, if you are on the phone while you're supposed to be having a conversation with a person across from you, you're not really creating a moment or a memory. And chances are you might look back at where you were when you ate, but not remember what you talked about. And that might be because you're both on your cell phones. So are you in the moment Or are the moments and years quickly passing you by as you live this fast-paced life? So today, I am challenging you to make memories. I have a great friend who, like myself, also enjoys making memories. And while we both are very conscious of being in the moment, it takes effort to be totally unplugged, you know, away from your cell phone. And it's okay. You have a busy life and you are checking mails, maybe you got an important something you're waiting to hear about. That's one thing. But when you are 10 years away from today, and maybe you're getting older, are you going to reflect back on the last decade and think about all the great times that you had? Or are you going to realize that, oh, you know, you were so busy just reaching a new level on Candy Crush? You know, what is more important to you? So my challenge is this. I, you know, I think that if you've listened to my other shows before in the past, especially this time last year, we did a show on writing down your goals. And I think it's very important to do that because your goals have to be in front of you so that you're visually aware of them and they're mindful and they become a priority. Because let's face it, if you make something a must, as the good old Joe White once said, you will make it a priority. If you make it a must, it will be a priority and you will get it done. So people that work uh, well under stress and deadlines, it's because they are they know they have to get it done. And then, of course, there's quite the opposite people who don't work well under pressure. I know a couple of those myself. However, if you write it down and, and you keep it in front of you or you're mindful of it or you refer back to it, you'll know that it that it sits well into your conscious, or I should say your subconscious. And then you don't have to think about it as much. You know it's just something you have to do, something you strive for. And eventually these goals will actually just happen. There's something about writing it down. I said this before on a show, and it's true. When you write it down, it somehow manifests itself. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. So I, I brought in the new year a little under the weather, And it was hard for me to get everything accomplished in the very, very beginning of the year the way I had wanted to. But I wrote down my goals and I was working on them last night and I created a list and I was looking at my month ahead, my week ahead. And I had, you know, a couple of important things that, you know, I scheduled for today. Beside the radio show, there are a couple of calls and things I needed to make. 
And next thing you know, after, you know, writing these in my book last night and knowing what calls I had to make that was my responsibility, first thing this morning, my phone rings not long after 8 o'clock, and it was one of the people that I had to call calling me to schedule the appointment. And I thought, wow, how great was that? I didn't even have to pick up the phone. This person called me. So I could cross that right off my list this morning. And that was a great feeling. And it, even though it was just that little mini task that I was able to cross off, it was such a sense of accomplishment that I got something important off my plate. And that's the power of writing it down, whether you make it happen or it manifests itself into happening, writing things down is important. So I want to know what your goals are for the year. But more importantly, do you have goals or resolutions for the next decade? How important are the next 10 years to you? When you look at your last 10 years, what were the significant things that changed in your life? Are you where you want to be or where you thought you would be 10 years ago. If you're not quite there or you haven't made any progress or not much progress or not as much progress as you'd like, there are tools that you can access to help you get to those points. And as I mentioned, Joe White from Joe White Global, he's just one of them. And if you're a barter member through Atlantic Barter, then you can barter for his services. And I'll tell you, When I talked about making memories, when you take a course with Joe White, whether it be breaking through the barrier or his neuro-linguistic programming or his one-on-one coaching, you always remember the classes, the sessions, or something that he said. He makes memories out of the training that he administers to people for personal and or business related purposes. So you you never forget them. I forget, I, I don't forget the classes that I took with him and some of the impactful moments that I've had within those classes. So in everything you do, the reason why I was talking to you today about, you know, putting down the cell phone, unplugging, realizing that we're in a very fast paced society, pushing buttons and expecting things right away. Sometimes you just have to take a step back and be that person outside looking in at your life and say, all right, if I were, let's say, a training and developmental coach, what would what advice would I have for myself? And that was really a powerful thing that I learned just recently. In fact, I got it from this high-performance planner that I had purchased, not on trade, of course. I had to pay money for that. But when I was reading and going through the steps, one of the things that it asked was, you know, what advice would I give myself if I were someone outside looking in? I think the way it was phrased, uh, if I was a high-performance coach looking at my life from a high level, I would tell myself to remember that, dot, dot, dot. Wow, right? There's some really good answers I wrote down. (laughs) So maybe it's the way you look at your life, taking that outside, you know, look and knowing what you need to focus on from an outsider's perspective. Sometimes people see patterns of behavior in yourself that you don't recognize. It took an eye opener for me to realize that I'm very hard on myself. Someone told me that one time and I had to sit back and take a look and I said, you know what, you are right. I am incredibly hard on myself and I think I've learned to uh, adjust to that. 
And being hard on yourself, being hypercritical is not positive and it's not a good thing. And it doesn't always get you the kind of results that you would expect. So sometimes, again, it's that outsider's perspective looking in that will give you that feedback that you need. So in these, uh, you know, high performance um, goal setting things in my planner, you know, I just wanted to share some of these things with you to see if maybe you could benefit from some of this information as you maybe have already written down some New Year's resolutions. But maybe if you haven't written down resolutions or a plan, a 10-year plan, and what your life will look like over the next 10 years, maybe that's some food for thought for you. And, you know, Figure out what's that one thing that you can get excited about, not just today, but over the course of the next year. Do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like to work on? Someone uh, who needs you, uh, you know, and they need you on your A game. Who, who are those people? Write that down. How can you be there for them and how can you provide excellent support? Think of ways that you can better yourself and others. You know, maybe one of your goals for this decade is uh, achieving a status of being debt free. You pay off your mortgage, pay off your car loans or your credit card bills, be debt free. Or maybe it's uh, donating X amount of dollars to a charity or several charities over the course of the next couple of years. And as Dave Ramsey would tell you, you definitely don't want to donate uh, your money until you're debt free. You definitely want to work on your own strategy for finances before you can really help others. Uh, you could do it a little bit along the way, but for a, a, a definitive, you know, ongoing plan, you definitely want to be in a solid uh, state with your finances first and foremost. So what is one action item that you could take today to demonstrate excellence or real value to yourself and to others? What is one thing that you could do today that even might be a little bit out of your comfort zone to try, maybe to ask for something or express something or take a big step, something that you haven't done before, break yourself out of your comfort zone, maybe go skydiving, not that I advocate that. In fact, I would tell you, no, 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 don't do that. Maybe indoor skydiving, that's fun. Uh, but, you know, there's so many different things that you can try and do to break yourself out of your comfort zone. I, I think 2019 was a good year for Christine in breaking out of her comfort zone. <laughs> so I would encourage others to do it. It really can expand your horizons, open your eyes and try new things. But we'll come back after a, a small commercial break. I hope you'll stay with me and get out a notebook and paper and maybe we can go over some strategies for you to follow for this coming year and decade. Stay right back. Don't go anywhere. Catch you on Jim, the flip side. your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. How did they help you? Well, through them, I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. 
Be smarter, think barter. Visit them on the web at atlanticbarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650. My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences. Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon for obvious reasons. I'm 88 years old. 484-562-0060. You are back listening to The Barter with Christine Show. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. And so today, you know, we're, we don't have a guest today. It was pretty busy in the beginning of the new year for me to get the guests that I wanted on today, but she'll be here next week. Uh, you know, next week, you'll definitely want to tune in because I'll have Deborah McCann of Organizing Outside the Box to help us achieve greater organization. She is a professional organizer, and I'm sure she'll have all kinds of tips and tricks for us to get organized, which is ever so important, and I could definitely use some help in that area. My desk is a mess, and more importantly, how to stay organized. But organization is is a crucial part of living a clear, uncluttered life, and when you have too much clutter, and I could tell you this from experience in certain areas of my life, I have some bad habits that I need to improve upon. I'll, I'll you know, gleefully admit that. Um, but it feels really good when you let go. You know, less is more. And so m- some of my personal goals, actually personal and professional, just were about organization. And so I thought it'd be good to have Deborah on next week. And I am so excited and can't wait for her to be here to share her valuable insight with us. So you'll definitely want to make sure you're here next Monday at 1 o'clock for that episode. If you can't make it, you can always find the episode on the www.dbam.com website under programs. You go to Barter with Christine and you'll find all the programs there. But here's what I did over the weekend. I cleaned off my desk at home. I reorganized it. I'm getting ready to cut the cable cord. I'm paying way too much for cable. So that's one of my goals this year is just to start saving some more money. And in doing so, I realized that $180 a month for cable is insane. So I did some research and I realized, you know, there's a whole nother life out there outside of Verizon and Comcrap. <laughs> Excuse me for saying that. But, you know, these cable providers are just charging way too much money for the same service that you can get through some of these other streaming services. So in doing that, I organized my whole desk. I, I got a uh, all-in-one monitor. I got rid of my old hard drive unit under my desk. I just, I just 
cleared some things out and that felt so good to do. And I know that it's a time of year that everybody is thinking about getting more organized. Containers are flying off the store shelves and if you need help getting organized and you are an Atlantic Barter member, Deborah also offers her services on trade. So Again, very excited to talk to her next week. We'll pick up some helpful hints. But for right now, I thought we would talk more about, uh, you know, staying on track with your goals, whatever they may be. So I thought I would map out a few things here. And I think one of the first things that I like to do is plan ahead. So number one would be plan ahead. Uh, Don't be a procrastinator. Procrastination doesn't get you very far. And you'll lose sight of things, you'll lose track of things, you'll miss appointments. Don't wait until the last minute. And one of the things that I learned before in the past is that do the hardest task first. So if you have a series of calls that you have to make during the day and you're really not looking forward to speaking to a particular person because maybe it's not going to be a delightful conversation, the longer you put that off, the more you're going to think about it. You're going to fret about it, and it's just going to sit in the pit of your stomach. Ugh, i got to call this person. Ugh, I have to figure out a solution. Ugh, you know, it's just not something you want to carry with you all day long. If you just make that call the first call of the day, even if it doesn't go right, it's now off your plate. You don't have to worry about it. You might you know, maybe the conversation might not go as well as you would want, and you might fret over that just a little bit afterwards. But, you know, I find that you will get busy during the day, and eventually that conversation that didn't go so well, you'll forget about it. You'll forget about it real soon when you're busy doing other tasks. So check the hardest thing off your list first to free up your mind, free up your day so that you can get the other things accomplished Try that strategy. It works well. I've done that a lot of times. I definitely think that would be a good way to plan your day. Plan ahead for the day. Plan ahead for the week. Plan ahead for the month. Know what your month looks like. Break it down by the week. Break it down by the day. Prioritize. Prioritize your top three goals. And look at the things that you have to do. I just had somebody email me today complaining because they thought I asked them to do something when I hadn't. I had I, There was a task involved, but I, I, I didn't have clear and specific direction to the task. So they naturally assumed uh, that I was asking for more than what I really wanted done. And right away, I got a paragraph written to me. Oh, my workload. Oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, where did this all come from? I never said any of that in my email. It was just a list. It was just a a quick little list of, but it pertained to one thing, one thing to do. And I think sometimes we look at things in a way and we get overwhelmed instead of seeing them for what they really are or taking the time to read it. And more importantly, having the reading comprehension to understand certain things. And we jump to conclusions and then we're defensive. And then we want to write back and say, but I need to do this and this and this and this. And it's all me, me, me. When really, sometimes it's not about you at all. So I think taking the time to clearly read, understand maybe even just digest information that's being brought to you can be helpful instead of jumping the gun. 
So I would say that if you are trying to figure out how you're going to prioritize your day and look at all the tasks that you have at at hand and you're feeling overwhelmed, take a step back, take a deep breath, reread maybe an email that you get that you don't understand, and definitely take some time before you respond if you feel heated or feel some kind of way about information that's being brought to you that maybe you're you're seeing in a in a negative way. Take time to yourself to breathe before you respond. All too often, I think people have happy trigger fingers to quickly want to reply and get things off their plate, but they do that in the heat of the moment. And sometimes after they press that send button, they wish they hadn't. So learn to just take a deep breath, maybe table it for a minute or two until you've had time to digest the information before you respond. That would be good advice in your planning out your uh, priorities and your tasks. So the next thing is set milestones. You know, maybe you could reward yourself with something pleasant for reaching a certain milestone. And that has always worked well for me. Well, you know, if I want to have that... uh, you know, ice cream Sunday. then maybe I should work out for 30 minutes or take that dog for a walk. You know, let me burn a few extra calories. You know, um, shouldn't be reward, reward, reward. Make sure that you're using rewards in a positive way and not just being very uh, hedonistic all the time. So set your milestones. Use a reward uh, basis for achieving those milestones. Okay, and then the next item up is, oh, build good habits, right? So important that you try to structure yourself so that you're putting good energy and good positive vibes out into the universe, right? We want to do good for yourself. We want to do good for other people. It's all about living the best possible life you can. And that requires you being the best possible version of yourself. And with that comes good habits. When we have bad habits, we're not, we're not acting um, in our best manner. So I think discipline plays a large role here. I've led my life, uh, a good portion of my life, without some level of discipline. And now I'm paying for it. So as I've incorporated more discipline into my life, I've realized that it's needed and it produces better habits. So discipline can help you with your good habits. And write down some good habits. You know, for this year, maybe you just want to drink more water. Maybe you want to cut out the sugar. Maybe you want to get back to the gym. Maybe you want to eat more vegetables and less meat. You know, bring that cholesterol down. Or maybe there are a couple other things on your to-do list. Whatever they may be, write them down. It will only be good for you. And don't forget to tune back with us next week, Monday at 1 p.m. Deborah McCann from Organizing Outside the Box will be here. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. And I hope all of you have a very great new year. I hope you set yourself up for a great new decade. And remember, always barter with Christine. Be smarter, think barter. I will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.